Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources here today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you as always. We've been talking leadership today. Uh, a lot of Utah races are heating up as uh, convention season is upon us. It'll happen over the next uh, 10 days. And as we looked at leadership, uh, I invited all of you to to join the conversation through our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, 57500. And, and I just asked a simple question. Just give me one. What is one single most important character trait you want uh, in a leader today? Uh, and the text line lit up in a hurry. And uh, let me just share a couple of those with you really quick. Uh, integrity and honesty uh, came up a lot. Uh, willing to listen, willing to compromise, uh, problem solver, vision. Uh, honesty's on there. Integrity's on there a number of times. Uh, doesn't tweet. I think that one's a direct uh, shot at the White House. And then, of course, the next one after that said doesn't criticize, uh, isn't, a, isn't a Trump hater, uh, but is focused on uh, getting things done. Uh, respect for others. Uh, to see what's uh, in the best interest of everyone, not just your party. So people over party plays well with uh, plays well with others. Outward, I love this one. Outward mindset, open mindedness. That's awesome uh, in a leader. Outward mindset, open mindedness. Uh, really interesting. Uh, humility is uh, another one that's up there. Uh, so some great uh, some great insight there. Uh, I want to go back to an interview that I conducted with uh, historian Doris Kearns Goodwin. Uh, she actually wrote a book on leadership, uh, looking at the lives of four of America's presidents uh, who each took office in some challenging times, dealt with some big, big issues, some big problems to solve. Uh, and I wanted to get her perspective in particular because uh, it's it's all about what are some of those key traits and what should we keep in mind, especially as we are in the midst of this big coronavirus crisis uh, and the challenges that it brings, not just now in terms of, of health, uh, but in the long-term impact in terms of society and community. And it, her uh, perspective was really interesting when I, when I asked Doris Kearns Goodwin, uh, what should we be thinking about in terms of leadership as we look at where we are today? You know, I think one of the most important things to remember from history to make us feel calmer and get a sense of perspective on the turbulent times we're living in right now is that America has been through far more difficult times before. I mean, just imagine what it was like for Abraham Lincoln coming into office when the country is split in two and more than 600,000 people are going to die. He wasn't even sure he could live through those first months in office. Or think of Franklin Roosevelt coming in when the Great Depression was at its height, or the early days of World War II when it was unclear that we could ever match the military might of the Nazis. And yet somehow this democracy and the people pulled together. And I think if we remember that now, it will make people feel that we'll get through these turbulent times right now as we have before. That's what history does. It yeah. gives you perspective and solace. All right, and that's uh, my interview with Doris Kearns Goodwin. You can feel that, you can hear that entire uh, interview on our Therefore What podcast. You can get that wherever your podcasts are playing and on our KSL News Radio page. And, you know, I just loved 
her perspective on that. To one, remember that there have been worse times in our history, to be sure. Uh, I love the fact that she pointed out that you know Lincoln's entering in the in the in the midst of a civil war, where six hundred thousand people are going to die in that process. Uh, World War II with Roosevelt and so on, uh, but always saying that you know we we do come together in this country, and usually it is a call from a a great leader uh, that just provides the spark. Uh, because I, I really believe the essence of, of it is really self-leadership. Uh, it's how we lead ourselves and then how we lead our families and then our communities and neighborhoods that ultimately make the country what it is. And we've seen so much of that. We've seen so many good things happen in the course of this uh, coronavirus pandemic uh, where people do help a neighbor in need. They do reach out. They do rise up. Uh, and so I want to just share a couple of the other leadership principles that I've been watching over my career uh, that I think we really need to look hard for as we look at who are we going to elect. Uh, and I always divide when someone's elected, that doesn't make them a leader. Uh, leaders are are made, not born. It is not a title to be given. It is something to be earned. Uh, and so a couple of thoughts. Uh, one, leadership is uh, is not a zero sum game. And we see far too much of that uh, in the world today. We've talked about that a lot during this hour today, uh, that everybody can win. Uh, There's enough and to spare. We have to have this abundance mentality, especially in our politics, uh, that there is room for that. Uh, Because leadership's also not about division. Uh, Politicians, outside interests, you know, driven by their own self-interest, they raise a lot of money off of division. Anger, fear, frustration, we've talked about that. They run campaigns on wedge issues and convincing us that we're just too divided as Americans to to deal with issues like health care or immigration or whatever it may be. They just convince us we, we can't do it. Uh, and because they divide us over and over and over, uh, it gives everyone an excuse to do nothing. And the status quo prevails. And so that's not leadership. That's power control. Uh, we really need to, to look to elect people to become leaders. And remember, they're not leaders when they get elected. They become leaders. They earn that from us, the voters. Uh, They have to be willing to challenge members of their own party. Uh, It is easy to fight with your enemies. It is easy to call out your foes. The challenge is what do you do when you have to tell your friends the hard truth? Are you willing to stand up to party? Are you willing to stand on principle? Are you willing to do the right thing for the people regardless and it's much harder to do that to your friends than it is to your political foes. I and mean, we have to have people who have the courage, the leadership courage to do that. Uh, leadership is also about getting out of comfort zones, challenge the status quo. Uh, I was always stunned in Washington, the, the lengths that the leaders of both political parties would go to. So no one had to take a hard vote so that everybody could perpetually be reelected. Uh, and just a reminder, it's a we the people problem we reelect incumbents at a rate of 94%. 94% of incumbents get reelected every election cycle. So we've got to ask harder questions. We've got to be more focused as voters. We've got to be more engaged as citizens uh, and asking the leadership question. Uh, I often criticize uh, those, in not just in politics, but in business. Uh, I've met a lot of people who have leadership titles, but their leadership is only a vision of themselves as the leader. And that's not real. That's not sustainable. So we we have to expect more and not less. So we have to get past the, I actually call them the acting leaders and not uh, acting in the way of someone who is temporary, 
but literally acting. They're just acting like the leader because they have been given the title of leader. And those uh, folks do a lot of uh, motion, but not a lot of forward movement. They're always kind of managing everything to hold on to power as long as possible. In fact, I think that's the one final question you should always ask yourself before casting a vote for anybody to any office. What will this person do outside of politics? How will they make a difference if they lose the election, not win the election? Because that's the test. Because if you want your politicians to show political courage, they have to be willing to walk away from it all. They have to be willing to lose the next election in order to show political courage today. And so we have to to really get beyond all of that if we're going to get to the real leaders. Yeah, we talked about enthusiasm today, too, as a leadership quality, which is so good, especially when we're all a little exhausted and a little tired uh, right now. We we need leaders to call us to what's next. Uh, one of my favorite sayings, it, it's been said that an army of sheep led by a lion are more to be feared than an army of lions led by a sheep. <laughs> Think about that one for a minute. True leaders create positive outcomes. They elevate those they lead in, in major ways. And this is where I love history. History is filled with the undersized, outskilled warriors, athletes, and organizations that went on to achieve the extraordinary because they were led by a lion, not a sheep. A real leader, an authentic leader, a focused leader, a purpose-filled leader. Uh, That's what we really need. Uh, And there's all kinds of that uh, all around the country. People who have lion-like individuals around them, but we're all just kind of floundering a little bit because of the current circumstances. We need leadership to call us to step up and to do more. Uh, We don't have time to waste. Uh, We only have time to win as a country, and that's going to require each of us to begin where I think leadership does begin, and that is self-leadership. Self-leadership is the answer to all of this. If we want great leaders in office, it starts with great leaders ourselves, great leaders in our communities, great leaders in our country. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL's Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and especially today, do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.